0: What does it mean to be a vulnerable Christian man? Walking through life weak and powerless is not what Jesus had in mind for us. It's time to fight. It's time to get comfortable being uncomfortable. We are Obi, Sean, Brandon, and Shane, and this is The Uncomfortable Truth. Hello, welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. Mmm, bop, da, ba, do, up. ba, do, bop, ba, do yeah yeah i was waiting for you guys I was, uh, I was there i was coming in i was there it's uh, uncomfortable that we all we all know that little, little little melody there yeah but
1: i can't think of the trio's name oh it's oh, the handsome brothers Hanson, we the handsome brothers jonah i know i even I know some, some of their names. is jonah no that's the that's the uh that's the <laughs> jonas Brothers. that's jonas rose that's who i was thinking <laughs> yeah. it was yeah yeah, no, yeah this no, is handsome brother this is when we were young yeah like I
0: remember thinking it was corny when I was young, yeah, like eight.
1: <laughs>
0: but but it stuck. Everybody that that tune will live forever. I bet those guys still make money off that song.
1: Oh, I guarantee you.
0: Whether
2: you like it or not, pop.
1: Kind of feel. Uh, I feel like maybe you're better than I thought you were. On you what? Know, that just, sounded pretty good. Just the. You're, the way you're feeling, I feel like the coffee's warming oh, up. Yeah, we're getting there. And First
0: episode was a little lethargic. Yeah, You know, yeah. I could,
1: but but that kind of brought you back there. Right, I've been
0: chewing daggum ibuprofen like they're Tic Tacs.
1: And the Christmas in July cup.
0: Yep. Listen, you make fun of me. Every, you love Christmas. <laughs> you love Christmas more than anybody I, that I know. I, I notice it, you okay. know, and
1: I'm very thankful and grateful that you support my addiction.
0: We have these cool... Cups that say coffee on them that are like camera worthy.
1: Yeah, but that's in
2: some ways okay, I'm still looking for cups. I want y'all to know that. But in some ways, like I think this kind of shows
1: who we we really
2: are. (laughs) Yeah. And (laughs) you know, it's uncomfortable. The reality is is nine times out of ten, we don't got it together. That's let's talk about coffee cups. Okay. Okay. Do you have a preference of
0: the type? of coffee cup that you drink coffee out of
1: okay so i know brandon absolutely does <laughs> okay uh, brandon
0: has a prefer- preference
1: on like the whole
0: preparation process of the coffee yeah yeah and the cup
1: um i will say that it's circumstantial for me okay what
0: are the circumstances that okay. are behind which coffee cup you choose? When, whenever
1: i'm sitting at the podcast i want something that's going to keep my coffee warm which of, that, that cup doesn't. will not. And, sure. and so about five, ten minutes into our podcast, if I'm using the cup that makes us look really cool, because mm-hmm. we all share the same cup, I'm drinking cold coffee, and I'm not all about that. Yeah, I quit drinking it. Yeah. I'm with you. So yeah. um, if I'm going to be drinking coffee for a while, if I'm at a board meeting, if I'm uh, doing the podcast, something where I need my coffee to stay warm, then I'm going to use a Yeti or Kay. a insulated cup. Okay, okay. Um if I'm drinking coffee at the house with my wife, um she collects kinda like Courtney those um, Ray Dunn. Ray Dunn mugs. cup yep. mugs. And um so on any normal day where I'm at home, I'm drinking out of a Ray Dunn mug. Okay, you got a favorite? Uh yes. What's it say? It says kick the uh, day in the face. I wish. We don't I wish. have one of those yet, but they but we will eventually write down we'll do that. Making a note. Uh <laughs> for Father's Day, uh I got one that says Master of the Grill. Okay, Ooh. cool. Kinda like that one. I also like the one that says relax. Okay. And mm-hmm. because every time I look at it, I'm like, just chill out. Chill dude. out. Yeah. They have
0: some that's like B or just B or something. I like I like that one. It's a re- good reminder every time you bring coffee to your face. Relax. Relax. We
2: had uh, my favorite Red Duns. We had a few of them. Lee and I had Abuse. A beast and a beast. Hey, if you
0: don't know what Ray Dunn is, and you're a dude listening to this, bless you. You're in a
2: you're in a good position. <laughs> yeah. Or you're or you're not married. <laughs> it's, it's What's likely. the likelihood that they're not married as opposed to not knowing Ray Dunn? Do they go hand in hand? I feel like there's a pretty, I feel like there's yeah, a I pretty good similar uh, correlation. If, most of the, the time, if, if your work. wife finds out about Ray Dunn and she hadn't known
0: about it before, uh your house. its like a boat break out another thousand. <laughs> just, <laughs> just keep going. Year, it's like I got to decorate. I bought these Ray dunn mugs, and now I got to have the plates. Now I got to have the bowls, Now I got to have the decor to go in the shelves over
1: here. Yeah, it, it, it would. I think a thousand's very conservative. I feel like over the course of like a five year time frame. Oh yeah, it may be like ten thousand. It may be. It may be something that, like, we It's would relative. Be astonished.
0: It's uh, Yes. yeah. It's relative for what it is, though. It's pretty good quality. It's not as expensive as some other cups, whatever. So, I
1: don't know. And All so, the wives things. out there, especially since the majority of y'all are the ones who watch us, we know that women <laughs> love this show the most. I'll They're get, just watching to get tips for I'll their husband. I sarcastic. We know <laughs> we have our vices, and... They typically wind up being more expensive than yeah. a Ray Dunn coffee cup. So Yeah. I'm gonna even say not typically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna change that too. I was, I, was to, I was trying to help us out a little bit. Yeah, I feel like guns, man, yeah. golf, golf. Golf, clubs, clubs uh, yeah. all of our vehicles. hobbies, vehicles, yeah. um all like Keep it right b- done. Boats, ATVs, yeah. uh cheerbox, deer leases for
0: Ray Dunn. Coffee mugs, and you bought a seventeen hundred dollar gun.
1: Uh, wait, <laughs> I'm not going to do the fist pump because <laughs> that's not. I'm a good husband. That's <laughs> what I just said was very accurate. It was on point. I'm stumbling. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> busted. Oh. Brandon, right.
0: coffee mugs. What uh, you got preferences when it
2: comes to coffee? Yeah, definitely. I won't go too deep into my. Yeah, you addiction. guys will fall asleep. But <laughs> yeah. Um I have learned that even though I like Ob's practical advice on keeping it hot, coffee in a metal anything changes the taste. I just notice it. Some is more prevalent than other, So I will do that for travel purposes, uh, but I'll go with the old school, more often than not, plastic,
1: I got gotcha. you. Insulated one. Yeah. It doesn't
2: okay. affect it as much in my mind. Plastic or paper? Oh, you're plastic. talking about... Oh, the like, insulated plastic. Yeah, like plastic. an insulated yeah, plastic gotcha. cup. You, you know, it seems old, 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 old school. school. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I, I got...
1: I, when I think about those, I think about when we were in school, yep. we had to sell the ones that had like A&M. That's it. YouTube. I got one that's Texas. Really? I still use. It's awesome. like 15
2: years old. And the, cool. uh, all the... It's flaking off mm-hmm. all the logo yeah. stuff. If you really want to dive in, there's certain cups It's like with other... Beverages, wine specifically that you can put it's for made for coffee that will truly allow you to taste the flavor of the mm. coffee. Wow! And it's a it's a glass that has a thicker bottom that's double walled typically, and the top's not. Oh, we don't. And uh, that's here's interesting. another thing about coffee that I learned from this guy is that coffee tastes better
0: when you grind it right before you drink it. Mm-hmm. Which is why if we if we sell some coffee, we'll have some beans. And that is true. If you grind it, and then not only you grind it, and then you make it. If you put it in a percolator or like a press, or you know something, one of those fancy mechanisms. Oh, I will
1: say that whenever you grind it and put it in a percolator, for me, especially if it's like over a camp stove. Mm Yeah. Oh, I don't get much better. Oh, I love
0: that. It it goes along camping too. Like that's just part of the experience, right? Yeah, I love it. All right, Obie, we open something prayer, and then we'll get we'll get going.
1: Yes. Lord, uh, thank you so much for bringing us here safely today, Lord. We've uh, we've had some sickness, we've had some some toothaches, uh, Lord. We just thank you for bringing us through that, and um, you know for healing us, helping us to to get healthy again, Lord. We pray over our families, uh, we pray over this podcast. We just ask that you will use us as a vessel of planting seeds uh, wherever that may be, Lord. We just pray that. We can plant some seeds of of you in people's lives and and hopefully uh, just have them ask questions and and want to know more about you. Uh, Lord, we thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to die on the cross for our sins. We thank you for an opportunity to have an impact for your kingdom. We love you so much, and we ask this in your name. Amen.
0: Amen. So we got some cards here today. If you watched the last episode or listened to the last episode, we've got some real thought-provoking cards, and uh, we're trying to answer questions. Uh, kind of based on what we know and then go to the word and see what the word says. So Obi's going to Vanna here, Vanna, go ahead and
2: pull a card. Hey, let me, let's connect something real quick to these cards and tell while we're doing it. Yeah. Kay? Yeah. So if you watch the last one you, or one recently, you'll connect the dots, but we want to show practically kind of how we think through mm. surfing the Bible. That's a terrible term. Surf, diving in to the Bible, uh, you know, strengthening our breastplate of righteousness, our, our shoes, our belt, our sword, our shield, uh, our helmet, you know, how all that works. I read this, I shared it with the group the other day, but I think it's a great segue into, as you said, Obie, when I text the group this goals. This real quick story. Bill Johnson of Bethel Church in Reading, California preached three days after losing his beloved wife, Benny, to cancer. This was a quote from his sermon. And this is what we believe: building our knowledge and our time mm-hmm. with the Lord, and being in His spirit as often as possible, should be what we're working towards. Because I mean, on this, this was, earth,
1: this you said three days after three his three days wife after his wife away.
2: his wife passed from cancer. Wow. Okay, he said, "God is not a vending machine that I get to put a quarter into and withdraw from Him what I want. He chooses what He gives, but it is the wicked at heart that say." God didn't do what I wanted. He is a liar. May I never be found critiquing God when things don't go my way. May I always be found having a heart ready to be critiqued by him. Is God my friend? He is, but he is my Lord first, and I'll never have the pain I'm feeling right now in eternity. So in the moment, it is a privilege to respond rightly to the Lord of my life with deeper trust and devotion. I will bow before the Lamb on the throne and all, and worship him forever, but never will I have the face-to-face chance to do that while I'm in pain. So in this moment, I choose to do that. When I said yes to Jesus, I gave up my right to fully understand
1: or be in charge of my life. Wow. Uh, Yeah, I I can remember vividly why I said hashtag goals. Man. Um, I mean, Mm -hmm. that is what I want my life to be. Mm. Um, You know, and, and... the main thing that I take from that is the word respond. How will I respond? How will I respond? and and that's what life is. Like our entire our entire lives ultimately is how we respond to whatever's thrown at us mm, you know good. whether that's good, bad, or ugly. Let's you take know? it a,
2: le- a level deeper. When I read that, okay, assuming it's true, you know it's on the internet but I'm pretty sure that's probably true. Did that bring me as a believer, did that bring me closer to my walk with the Lord and in, in conviction of how I want to walk with him? And then another step further as believers were called to how we respond, which is casting of seeds mm-hmm. and sharing the gospel to potentially bring people to know him through our actions. If somebody reads that or is actually air, there at that sermon, What's the likelihood of them possibly wanting to know this Jesus?
1: I I'll Tell you what, very high. <laughs> Compared <laughs> yeah. to
2: if he's laid in bed for a month depressed.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean,
2: and I think your response piece is key. Life's going to happen. We're not going to understand it all. We're not going to comprehend it all. But ultimately, if we put it through the lens of he's not a vending machine and he's we my, gave up. He's my Lord. 100% I love that he goes is he my friend yeah but he is my lord and so I gave up the right to question him when I chose to follow him mm-hmm. isn't that so good I gave up the right to question him when I chose to follow him and,
1: and it it almost sounds like a bad thing yeah but it's so freeing it's such it's such a and, and that's that's what I've hoped that we can convey is that that sounds a little like a bad thing, just the context of it, mm-hmm. but it's such a freeing feeling to know that you don't have to be in control, mm-hmm. that you're not in control, that if you just choose to walk with the Lord, it's it it it's okay. It, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I can come I can come preach to you guys three days after my wife of X number of years passes away and show you where my faith lies because I have this belief, and and I'm okay. And because I
2: don't understand it all, and I'm okay with not understanding it all, and I know that my eternal healing, my healing is not ever going to happen here. Yeah. I'm, I, I am going towards the point of death always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, look, goals. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. That's freeing
0: because we're not intended to control everything. But when when we try, that is a life full of stress (coughs) and anxiety because it is impossible. Mm -hmm. So when we let go, I think the the main part of our life when we let go is when we get saved, when we we come to know Jesus. It's like, y'all remember that weight? Surrender. Yeah, that weight that's lifted off of you when you accept Jesus and say, okay, it's it's not me anymore. Mm -hmm. Even if it happened to you when you're 8, 10. Thirty-five. That is a moment in your life that you'll never forget because of the weight that was lifted off. You allowed. We allowed Jesus to say, "Okay, hey, I'm gonna let you take control." Yep.
2: So true. All well, right, W. Let's
1: get into the first card here. I think this, the blue. Whenever I, it's actually my favorite color too, Shane. Oh, nice. So uh, when well, my kids
0: were little, from the time that they could hear me well and somewhat understand. I was saying, I would say, blue is your favorite color. <laughs> blue is your favorite color, and I had them, I had them all convinced until about the time they were four, and then one of them came to me and said, "Daddy, red's my favorite color." I was like, "No, it's not. It's blue."
1: Well, Owen's favorite color is red. Oh. He's my little guy, and he knows that he he loves colors. Yeah, he, he knows everybody's favorite color. He probably knows that your favorite color is blue, Shane. But he definitely knows that dad's favorite color is blue. So anything that he draws me and anything that is blue, he brings to me. Okay. And he's like, Guess why I'm bringing it to you, Dad? <laughs> I and love I'm it. I'm like, uh, Because it's green. Yeah. You know, and he's like, Nope. <laughs> 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 because it's blue. <laughs> and your favorite color is blue. Yeah. And so that's awesome. Anyway, he, he loves that I love blue and I love that <laughs> I love him. But, um, okay, question. What do you value most in life? Does the way you spend your time reflect this? Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) These cards are so good. Oh, my gosh. Hello, conviction. (laughs) What do you value most in life, and does the way you spend your time reflect this? There's no Bible verse reference. Um, Does the way you spend your life reflect what you value the most so
2: recently I've been working with a one-to-one coach and he had me do this thing called the ultimate KPI which was way harder than I thought he basically said write down the 20 things you do every day pretty consistently and he said and the goal for this one-on-one coaching is to become more optimized and automated in my life Because um, he said I'm like a tangled 16-gauge electric cord.
1: To be more time efficient. More time efficient. It was basically a time study. 100%. Yep.
2: And he said, I want you to list the four things out of those 16 that you want to spend your time doing 80 to 90% of the time. Makes sense. So it was hard, okay, because it's all tied to control and clarifying what is priority. Mm-hmm. The very short version is that the four things I want to spend the most time in my life on are my faith journey, quiet time in the morning, reading, learning, my knowledge in life in general, uh, physically, you know, working out, being active. um, And then it was, it was kind of mind, body, and spirit. is really what it was. And he said, you wouldn't, he said, you, almost all the one-to-one clients he has, it comes to that. Maybe a different way to do it. So that's so convicting to me because I will tell anybody that my family matters the most. But if you asked, there's this balance that the devil is in the middle of the details on. Lee and I had this conversation the other day of she loves that I'm passionate and motivated to provide for her family. And I also recognize that that can be a deep, dark hole that is not pleasing to the Lord. And always working through and praying through the balance there, being driven while also being content in where God needs me to be instead of where I want to be. Uh, so, I'm just going to answer that with it. it's a daily, m- almost minute by minute work in progress that I don't feel like I've figured out yet.
1: That's a it's such a tough question. Yeah. Again, it was your do your values align? Yeah. With why is it so tough though? It's so tough because if we're being honest with ourselves, there you go. Yeah, it's so tough yeah. be- because, and that's what, and that's what we do, mm-hmm. it, and and we ask each other that question. Yeah, why, why are you yeah. have a tough time answering that? Oh, right. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, that's the thought. Uh, I mean, that, that's why it's know? so
0: tough for me sitting over here to try to answer that question yeah. because I'm going through my
1: day and so, what do I spend my most time on? I, I can tell you that I spend uh too much of my time researching uh how to create wealth mm. um researching things ways to improve um accumulating more wealth mm-hmm. okay so i'm just being honest yeah, i mean dude. like like that's that's and 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 ultimately i tie that back to trying to build a legacy uh, for my family and, uh, and ultimately something, uh, you know, you know, that that's a big part of it, but I'm like you, Brandon, I also, uh, desire all of that to be a reflection of what I've done for the kingdom of the, of God with my money, with my family, with the things that I'm trying to do in with the podcast, uh, mm. you know, all, it, at the end of the day, my foundation is on the rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah. It, it, the my foundation is on the rock. Um, I want all of it to be done in a way where God gets all the glory for no, for, for all of it. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'll say that. That's good. What about you, Shane? Um, yes.
0: Yeah, so like, if if i let my mind just wander if i have the free space to do that most of the time i'm naturally drawn to creative thinking um how to uh, be creative in our business to set ourselves apart uh the majority of that is like how do we create an experience at an airbnb when people come and stay with us we make people feel something when they walk in that's different than walking into a normal place. That's where my mind just goes, right? It goes to business. It goes to business. Yes. In
1: some, in some degree or another. Yes.
0: And Mm -hmm. although, like you said, the root and the foundation of my heart is rooted in Jesus. Am I always correlating those two? How do I create an experience for people for the Lord? How do I lead? So my wife's really good at this and our Airbnbs. they will be, uh, pictures on the wall that have a Bible verse on them. Are just little things that would lead people that are staying in our properties to him. Right. Um, that's what I <coughs> have to get better at. It's consistently correlating those thoughts back to the root of what I say is most important to me. Because so many times I don't. Right. I don't. And, my, my, and a lot of it is just learning how to control what you think about and it talks a lot about you know what's in your mind will be in your heart also is that a is that a verse uh, I think outlook but I think the bible talks about controlling our minds and stuff
1: what we think about the most that's what I was going to say it's it's whatever it's all, at the end of the day we know right that what we spend our time on the most is ultimately what we think about the most. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, what do you take from that? You take from that. You have you you've got to be spending your time on heavenly things, mm-hmm. on godly things, on things that are ultimately going to help uh, point you back to Jesus and to the cross, no matter what category no matter what box that we as men and women are in at the moment the foundation is christ
2: proverbs 3 5 and 6 trust in the lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your path. yeah i mean in I'm kinda, all ways, i'm kind of having a visual here that comes into my mind you know and I'm thinking about just on-fire believers that I've been around, and I'm comparing them to me, okay, (laughs) if we're going to get real real here. The on-fire believers, everything spawns from their relationship from the Lord. The relationship from the Lord goes to business. Relationship from the Lord goes to husband and wife. Relationship from the Lord goes to kids. Relationship from the Lord goes to trials, whereas I'm more like life. Oh, let me see if I can get it through my relationship with the Lord. (laughs) Business, oh, let me get it through. Yeah. Instead of it being my rock yes. that I am on all the time, and I think I sent this a while back, but basically says the maturity of a Christian happens in the valleys, not in the peaks, mm-hmm. and that really has resonated with me because the most growth I've experienced in my walk with the Lord has been when it has sucked, mm-hmm. and yeah. I've I've re- I've recognized that the greatness that was going on was. Because of him, and it's all because of him in a good way, and I need him all the all the time. And when it's going great, you tend to drift. You know, the devil was like, "You got this figured out. You don't need him."
1: You you naturally drift and gravitate to the things of the world. Mm -hmm. Um, It just it it is our sinful nature. Um, Let's let's pick another card. All right, go, Yep. Ooh. Hey. All right.
0: Do you feel like you are a part of a church community? If so, what draws you to it?
1: Um, There's no Bible verses here. I will say yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I do feel like I'm part of a church community. Um, I feel like that. Of course, with any with anything, uh, you have the conviction of feeling like that. You don't like. I I don't feel like that. I'm as involved as I should be. Mm -hmm. And what draws me to it is that because I know my nature, we just talked about this, and my nature is that when things are good or when, you know, I'm on a peak on a mountain, things are going well, uh, I tend to gravitate toward the things of the world. Um, You know, I will um, not get up and go to church on Sunday morning Mm -hmm. because, um, I'm tired, or um, I just don't want to drive.
0: Do you feel you know when you make that decision? Because that's a decision, mm-hmm. and okay, we've all made it. Does it make you feel a certain way after you make that decision?
1: I feel very convicted. Okay, I feel Me very, too. I feel very convicted. Um, and the whole point of this discussion in regard to this question is whenever I force myself to be tied to the church in some capacity. Um, I'm forcing myself to be involved and therefore I feel like that it's, um, it's healthier for my yeah. spiritual walk and for my psyche. Yeah. You know? So I, like I teach, uh, I teach the fifth and sixth, the preteens on Wednesday nights. It's summer. So, during summer, we don't do that. Uh, during the school year, I'm much more tied into my church community because I'm having to prepare and I'm going and teaching these kids and I'm not going to go unprepared and teach these kids. I'm, I'm going to dive into the word. I'm going to try to uh, speak with them in the best way that I can, uh, to where hopefully they can receive some good stuff, you know? And, and so during the school year I feel more tied to my church community. Sadly, because I'm not disciplined and I feel like a failure. <laughs> <laughs> These questions are awful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, during, you know, the summertime, I don't I don't um I'm not as tied in. So okay. there's my answer. All right. You yeah. know, I'm a failure. <laughs> It's so
0: disappointing. <laughs> so as I've as I've aged and my relationship with the Lord has gotten stronger, I, I view this a little differently. I know that I was looking up uh, in the Bible what it says about church, um, and I, I know it talks about uh, having a community of believers or being around people that believe what you believe. The What Sunday school used to be, or small group now, is what most churches call it. Courtney and I used to be very involved in our small group or Sunday school groups. You get to a point in life to where it's really hard to maintain that tightness of that group, unless you you really have to work at it. So church for me is a community that you go and you worship the Lord with, uh, people on the same plane playing the same you know believers I think that's very important in your in our spiritual walk with the Lord as far as like the true sharpening of each other that happens in small groups and that can happen in a small group in a church on Sunday morning on Sunday night on Wednesday at a church that can happen in your home uh, when you invite a couple over or two couples over that can happen on vacation if you go with somebody that can happen in this room the most sharpening that i see in my own life is with it based on the relationships on this earth they with my wife and with you guys mm-hmm. that is where the lord really takes us and starts to refine us by using relationships that we have so so not at church it doesn't have to be yeah And I don't, I've gotten to a point where I used to maybe feel convicted about that to where I do not feel convicted about not attending a small group at church. Right. As long as, this is for me personally, as long as I'm surrounding myself with like-minded people that believe the same things that I do, that are consistently pushing me towards the Lord and not away from Him.
1: What do you think, Brandon?
2: Um. Do I believe I'm a part of a uh church community church community? Yes, I one hundred percent believe that it's all tied to that personal relationship with the Lord um, as parents with four kids under twelve, I do believe that the behavior and the consistency that we do or don't choose is vital for our kids um, because the simple question is is do you want your kids around people who love Jesus more or less obviously we're going to all say more I do see where Shane's coming from and I I really think it comes into the personal piece but I will say this if I'll get up excited to go do anything else during the week and not even give it a second thought and then I sleep in because it's the only day I don't have to to me that's a problem I have to deal with because I don't even question it Monday through Saturday. Right. For anything. Fun, work, whatever. So to me it's the act is a direct correlation It's an obedience. There you go. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um and I don't mean that like go to church, Brandon, or else. I mean it's a reflection it like, from
0: what's in your heart. Right.
2: Right. Um I put something on Facebook last night, Obi, you responded to it. Proverbs twenty-seven, seventeen, is iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another. But the greatest growth in my life with my walk with Jesus has come from selective, genuine, vulnerable relationships with other men, which I believe was a complete farce and stupidity less than five years ago that I'd have never done. So I think you pray through it and you and you figure out where that balance is. That is pleasing to the Lord. I
1: think we all agree that church is important. Very important. Um, I think that the general consensus is that surrounding yourself with like-minded brothers in Christ that you can ultimately do life with uh, is also extremely important. Um, You know, if if not more important than a church. Well, the thing that jumps out at
2: me in that conversation is those moments right here, those personal relationships with believers is filling our cup. Yes. And we can only pour into other people that are not believers if our cup's full. Yeah. So there has to be this symbiotic relationship between how do I fill my cup in a way that I know is pleasing to the Lord, whether it's good for me or not, in my opinion at the time, because we are emotionally based so then I can therefore pour into people who don't know you yeah. or who are struggling to walk with you.
0: I think we all three come from a similar background of Bible Belt, too, and I think that our our uh, thoughts have shifted based on what we actually believe ourselves Yeah, and like our figuring out what we believe ourselves. When we grew up, you went to church if they were when tro- the doors three. were open. Mom, Sometimes when the doors weren't even open, you Mom went. Mom and
1: Dad probably had a key. Mom had had yeah, we <laughs> yeah, we did.
0: You went to church. <laughs> you probably went up there and got ice on occasion. Yes, we did. Oh yeah. Time, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> we grew up the same. That's right. Yeah. Sunday mornings, Sunday school and church. So from nine to noon, at least nine to noon or eight thirty to noon. Sunday nights from about six to seven thirty. Wednesday nights from about six thirty to eight thirty. You were at church. We were at church. If the doors were open, we went. And I think the like that credo. In our lives was that that's how it is. You're going to church. What we had to figure out on our own was why. And I think I know that our parents had our best interests in heart at heart when they're making those decisions for us. They knew that that is where we get sharpened and molded, right? And so it was very important to them to make sure that we were there. What we didn't understand was why.
1: And I think I know we're running out of time here, but I think. The most important thing that I'm taking from what you just said, Shane, is if when the doors are open now, we're not mandating. By gosh, because this is what I heard. If you're under my roof, mm-hmm. you're gonna be in church on Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday right, night. Yeah. You know, uh, if if we're not mandating that with our kids, then how are we doing our due diligence? Yes. to make sure that they find him and that. Yep and that they understand how they grow in their faith. You're put, you know, requiring
0: your kids to be in places that give them an opportunity to be
2: sharpened and requiring them in a way where they see that it doesn't seem like and isn't a requirement to you. Yeah. Cause they follow you. Right. Yeah. They mimic your behavior as we know. Absolutely. So if yeah. I get up excited to go. Yeah. People don't do what you say. They do what you do. Mm-hmm. Yes you don't believe that had a lot of kids yeah. yes
0: you'll yeah. figure that out real, real quick real fast yes it's coming yep all right thanks for joining us today we appreciate you being here uh this is a good call on the cards yeah i think i, I like, like the, it. the topics it brings out some things that we might not think to talk about a lot of ideas to come in the future if you would help us reach more people for jesus uh hit the buttons on the bottom like share subscribe uh send it to your friends Go out and kick the day in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.